0: Wow!
2: Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing on this fine day? Um- Good. I've started
1: 2022 (laughs) the way it should be done. Really, really busy and my brain is exploding. Uh, But it's good to be here on a Sunday night. (laughs) It's a pleasure to uh, to be here and and broadcasting to the good abroad Japan people.
2: I'm worried you're drunk or something. That was, that was the most oh, just,
1: scattergun I'm I'm intro. Yeah. I'm in the studio. I'm not in my little cabin. I'm in, I'm in work. I'm in the studio. And uh, I've driven in and I'd had too many Whoa. coffees because I was too tired and, oh, dearie me. I
2: forget. I I, I've alright. known you, most of the time I've known you, you, you mm. couldn't drive up until, what, mm. uh, September last year, right? The idea yeah. of you driving, it's a little bit weird. It's a little bit scary how long does it take to drive into work into london about an hour into london in in the morning it takes uh, No, it usually t- it it should take
1: an hour and 10 uh on a good day but it uh, it frequently takes about two hours <laughs> so it's oh not ideal but i am very lazy when i sort of i get up at like quarter to six, and i'm like oh i could just jump in the car i don't want to sort of just dick about with the trains like cuz i got to get on like three trains effectively to get into work but i'm just and then walk and i'm like oh i could just mm. jump in the car but it you does can just take sleep on the train ages then. You can, yeah, you can. And you can do work, uh, which you can't
2: really do. <laughs> get a uh, get a Tesla and then you can sleep at the wheel. You're not supposed yeah. to do that. Don't do that. Don't do no, that. Be legal. That. Well, naughty. I haven't had a, as an exciting day as that, driving into the gritty streets of London, but I mm. do have my dinner. You can hear it. ASMR experience. Look What's at this. That? Can you read that?
1: Oh, read that, Pete. oh no! It's, it's just uh, an obsession with mixing bright white cream ice cream with uh, like a crepe. It basically, uh, hold it up again. Strawberry, the cream. Does it say on the front? No, it's better than that. Oh, omelette, the cream. Yeah, <laughs> it's like an eggy, disgusting sort of sugary pancake with some bright white Tippex white cream, uh, and then with three strawberries in the top. It looks absolutely dessert.
2: fucking rank. I, it's from, it's a new release from Family Mart. It's basically a chocolate eclair meets a a (laughs) crepe meets a strawberry. And yeah, omelette the cream. I I just love that, omelette the cream. (laughs) I I wish I could have been there for the meeting. I just love, what shall we call it? Shall we call it strawberry cream dessert? Nah, omelette the cream, omelette the cream. And I've also, with my omelette the cream, this is my dinner, by the way, I've also got this. A nice bag Oh, you got some Watsits. Watsits. Oh. For those of you Where not from you the UK, Watsits are Cheetos. Oh, my family shipped them over with a right, ton of crisps. Okay. And Chris, that, I mean, I will not have you uh,
1: ha- saying that Watsits are Cheetos. The closest British variant of the Cheeto is clearly the uh, knick-knack. That's uh, sort of taut... Tight corn based snacks, and I could not want. I don't want any of your bloody <laughs> omelette the cream, that looks disgusting, but <laughs> I very much now cream. want a load of what's and a lot of knickknacks and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> well, you send me some knickknacks, and I'll send you some omelette the cream in a suitcase along with Carlos Gain. We got a story this week from Johannes. He says, Hi, Chris and Pete, I'm a Johannes from Berlin. Uh, is it it's not Johannes, is it? It's Johann, or is it how, how do you say that? This is another name. Uh, Johan. I don't want to screw it up. Johan.
1: Johan. Johan? Johan.
2: All right, I'm Johan from Berlin in Germany. Uh, huge fan of the podcast, guys. And I want to share a little story with you that me and my wife lived through uh, when visiting Tokyo in December 2019. After a 20-hour trip with two layovers in Istanbul and Seoul, we finally arrived at our hotel in Shinjuku at around 3 a.m. Man, I've done. I've done that. <laughs> I've done that before. Mm. It will kill you. I remember that <laughs> journey from London to Istanbul to Tokyo was so damn intense. But anyway, since we only had several packs of knickknacks and... Wait, did you read the story ahead or something? knacks they
1: are back; They're in the oh, story. Yeah. No, I didn't read that. Whoa. Fate, isn't it? How did knickknacks right. come up? Oh, knick-knacks. And also, I think I said that it was um, a Sunday show. It's actually it's Wednesday, isn't it? Sorry. I'm
2: getting very You're confused. You're Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> since we had several packs of knickknacks the British equivalent of Cheetos, and in-flight menus, we were craving some uh, some nice ramen. Lucky us, a 24-hour metropolis comes in handy for late-night dining, and we fell into our beds properly fed. The day of our arrival also, uh, also marked my wife's 30th birthday. So Ooh. after we slept in and explored the city a little bit, I successfully ended uh, the day with a proposal in the rooftop bar of our hotel. She said... Yes. Thank God. Yay. Uh, Unfortunately, unfortunately, Chris choked to death while reading the story. Unfortunately, (laughs) around that time, I needed an emergency uh, trip to the toilet from all the in-flight food. So I pushed for going back... Pushed for going back to the hotel room. Just in time, I made it to the restroom. Now, Japanese toilets seemed like they would handle any material, but mine wouldn't even bother to flush. I ran out to call the hotel reception to ask for a plunger, only to be cut off immediately by a quick no problem, I'll come up in two seconds. Before I could have even screamed no into the phone, the hotel lady who had hung up walked into the room. Uh, And she stood there with two plumbers asking to let them in. I tried to explain what was going on, uh, but the two guys walked in and there they stood staring into the toilet. All I heard was a "whoa" from two (laughs) 55-year-old Japanese men staring staring into the restroom. Uh, They did what they came to do and helped me in my most vulnerable moment. Grateful that I was. Uh, My girlfriend, who's now my wife, proved me right uh, this night she stood by me through the worst and we love to think back to that night dying of cringe keep up the nice work guys Johan <laughs> yeah, yeah. bloody hell that is like I love the way that will define the sort of the romance has just been washed away <laughs> <laughs> the gesture of proposing is like takes a back seat to that memory yeah. of a toilet that's broken yeah, to the back seat
1: <laughs> oh no can't get a plunger for bad d- emotional decisions
2: you've made Romantically. Good God. <laughs> good God. Very well. But oh, well. Well amazing. done, Johan. I'm glad you had a, a good trip despite despite that. Um, <laughs> crikey. I wonder what he ate in the 24-hour. He mentioned Tokyo being a 24-hour metropolis. I wonder mm. where they went. That is the good thing about Tokyo. It's a 24-hour city mm. and uh, nowhere in Europe really is. Actually, maybe no. some places in Spain. Maybe Barcelona, maybe Berlin. Berlin. was pretty but, 24 uh, isn't it? Good yeah. you about go to Tokyo, you can go to Yoshinoya at 3am, eat a nice oh, big a, cheesy Yoshinoya. bowl of rice, live the dream. God, I love Yoshinoya, it's so delicious. God damn it. It is good. God I'll damn go. it, Chris. God damn it. Should, should have gone there instead of Omelette the Cream. Maybe I'll put <laughs> Omelette the Cream back in the fridge <laughs> and I'll get <laughs> myself. Oh, you actually down have to, to keep it in the fridge. Disgusting.
1: It's Omelette the Cream pie. It's, it's, it's literally cream. a
2: crepe with cream and strawberries. Is that a fucking, it's got to be refrigerated. Uh, what,
1: uh, um, something The Hormone. Do you remember that band that did that Winnie Upload song? Um, Is it Minus The Hormone? No, Maximum The Hormone. <laughs> maximum The Hormone. Cracking band. Cracking stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Chris, we've got a new story and you're going to eat it. it like so much cream, strawberry and <laughs> pancake. Um, There's a bit of a uh, vending machine revival happening in Japan. I don't know whether you've noticed, but... Uh, like Because of COVID happening all, all over the place, everyone's a bit careful about um, the human contact that they have, basically. And, and because of mm. coronavirus and the pandemic and, and, and the variants that have uh, obviously put uh, stric- stricken fear into the heart of everyone, um, mm. it's been a bit of a vending machine uh, revival. Uh, as retailers try and kind of pin their hopes on um, sales that they could be making without uh, the, the use of kind of um, human, uh, I think they call it untacked sales to customers, still nervous about buying food, drinking other items in the traditional way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... They're just kind of like the the Japan vending machine um, system. Uh, Vent the Japan vending system manufacturers association. Apparently, That's the mouthful. numbers of of vending machines peaked in five point six to five point six million two thousand. A one mm. for every twenty-three people. Then it fell down to four million, uh, but now it's going back up again. So apparently, the the eclectic Yay. range of uh, products that you can buy in the uh, vending machines around Japan uh, has got people, you know, interested in sort of getting vending machines and and and, and setting them up as little businesses. And you kind of see this around the world um, on you know there's kind of like daily grind, kind of like city boy wanky. Wanky Sober um, Instagram accounts where they talk about drinking tap water and not watching porn and keeping your friends close and your enemies closer and all that kind of stuff And, and, and on the Instagram and you have pictures of like famous celebrities like Tom Hardy and Huddleston Hiddleston Tom Hiddleston all the Toms, Tom Hiddleston uh, and, and and the rock sort of saying look they get up really early and they work out and this is why they've ex- excelled etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> this is why they they're, they're so cool uh, and such and, and they've got cool watches and they fly on um business class flights and it's upper class like flights and yourself, private vets. I know right <laughs> great watches and fly on easyjet <laughs> um but like it, it's a little bit like that but they they talk about um uh it's a passive income where they basically you spend all your money on vending machines and you stick a vending machine there and you refill it every now and again and that machine just makes you money passively um but you know it, it it's 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 non scalable with one person uh, so the all all are kind of like um, crypto bros on twitter they always talk about buying vending machines and and uh, and, and
2: and petrol stations and stuff <laughs> I suppose you probably income. could make a pretty penny you could probably make some good money out of it yeah, the world
1: of uh, well, machines. well, yeah, but they're, they're saying so the Japan Vending System Manufacturers Association are basically saying that they are uh, that they're, they're selling all kinds of different uh, products. Hokkaido have started selling uh, fillets of fresh salmon and mackerel uh, after mm. many of its regular clients closed during the pandemic. So you just got this vending machine, uh, it refriger- refrigerated vending machine, you'd hope and you can buy a big uh, a big fillet of fresh salmon. Yeah, if you didn't.
2: you know, I have actually noticed this is a trend that's happening. Like, I Mm. walking down the streets in Sendai, there's some a lot more sort of new vending machines popping up with weird product items. I saw one the other day that had like uh, soy sauce and fish stock, and Mm. it was just there on the side of the street where you would normally find your sort of drink, like your coffee and your yakari sweat. There was now like just. Everyday household items, mm. and I have noticed that this is this is a thing that's happening, and it's coming back. And when I was in Hokkaido for the one of the last abroad the Japan videos, we went to this uh, uh, chicken restaurant. Surprise, surprise! A fried chicken mm. restaurant, uh, Zangi Chicken. It's called. It's this kind of uh, you know karaage chicken. It's kind of Zangi's the Hokkaido version of karaage. They sort of marinate mm. the chicken, then batter it, and it's amazing. But at the front of this chicken shop, there was. A big vending machine selling the sort of battered chicken—you could just get it out of the vending machine, right. which looked kind of cool. Um, but the, the, yeah, it's coming back. It's exciting. I like vending, machi- I'm vending machine. I'm a vending machine fan. I no, actually you talked um, very eloquently about how much uh, uh,
1: about your love for vending machines. The pizza vending machine, obviously, been um, oh God, uh, a, a motif that, that comes
2: up uh, time and time again on this show that uh for the first like year of the abroad in japan podcast that bloody pizza vending machine dominated every episode like if you go back and listen through the archives the annals of abroad in japan podcast history the pizza vending machine was just there all the time <laughs> and then it was gone but uh no i'd be i'd, I'd be up for some vending machine fun i thought about getting one for the studio but then could i You'd profit from it. that I have to fill it, wouldn't I? Effort, <laughs> innit? To fill it. I've got. A, I mean, I've got a gacha machine that I've still got to fill with products and toys, but I can't find the tool to open the gacha machine to get the gacha toys out or put them back mm. in. So that's a taste of what's to come. Should I get a vending machine? I probably won't be able to open it, and it'd be a fucking mm. disaster. But uh, I, don't know, I think vending machines are cool. I want to spend a day just like living off a vending machine feed and seeing if I can do it, and I probably can but it will destroy my cholesterol. It will just be a day filled of sodium and it probably won't be very fun, but it'll do well because people like to watch that sort of crap, right? <laughs> yes, but, uh, I think so.
1: Oh, you could, yeah, you could, like a day in the life of a vending machine, man, and you could just go and <laughs> fill your fill your vending machine, fill your boots. Day
2: in the life of a vending machine. could be a work <laughs> of art. Give could be a work of art. But no, I'll keep an eye out there and see what we can find. Um, I, I noticed also in supermarkets in Japan, they are for the first time, getting rid of humans and replacing them with self-checkout machines, which are obviously very prevalent in the UK. We've had them for like a decade, and only now in the last sort of two years have I really seen it Mm. pick up here in Japan. Uh, They've really sort of pushing for that now, and I think that goes back to the whole keeping the number of interactions down to prevent issues with the pandemic and whatnot. So it will be interesting where that trend goes. I know in South yeah. Korea, they've got like an entire department. They've got like an entire initiative in South Korea to try and uh, find ways of making society have less interactions with people. Mm. Um, like I read about like, a easy. library. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how I feel about it. It's kind of sad in one hand, mm. but I suppose it might be good for COVID and pandemics. But I don't know. But I'm all for vending machines. Bring them back. When I lived in the UK, I very seldom used the vending machine. My image of vending machines in the UK was very negative ever since I got a Kit Kat stuck. When I was very, I was going between classes one day. I didn't have much money. I was very hungry. And I bought a Kit Kat and the fucking thing got stuck. And it, it meant that I just, the rest of the day was a write off. And mm. just the amount of times vending machines break in the UK, it's just, it doesn't feel like a reliable course of action to <laughs> <Gee, I've laughs> use a vending better. machine. They have got better. I would trust them more, especially
1: the new ones that have uh, um, cards. You can buy stuff on card, which was a very
2: recent development. <laughs> ah. I don't, it's just like, why can't we have vending machines that work in the UK? Why do they like mm. break one in three or four times? And yeah. they use like, the spiral ones where it like, spirals around and it's just really tacky and then it just gets stuck and you have to bang the machine. Never got anything stuck here, not once in 10 years. So long live the Japanese vending machine and at least one good thing has come half COVID. More <laughs> vending machines reviving in Japan. Go, yeah. Woohoo. We'll be back with your stories, questions, and comments in just a moment in the fax machine. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we're back with the fax machine. What do we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dolson? We got a message from
1: Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Pete and Chris. He says, I'm Matt from Minnesota. Wonderfully alliterative. My partner and I are planning a trip to Japan as soon as the borders open back up. And one thing we want to do is hike a little bit in the wilderness. But the way you talk about bears is concerning. Chris is obsessed with (laughs) bears. Uh, You make them seem as if they're waiting to uh, ambush anyone who steps into the woods. Are they as big of a problem as you make them seem? Uh, Thanks for all of the entertainment, Matt. Matt. Are there mats around? Are there mats? Are there ba- bears around, uh, every corner, <laughs> there a, a around every corner, Chris?
2: There is a man killed mat around every corner in Japan. You've got to watch yeah. out because he will kill you. Um, let's face it. I've never seen a bear. I don't know many friends right. that've seen a bear. Mm-hmm. I don't know many people that've encountered a bear. That's
1: I what just, a bear I think
2: would
1: say. <laughs> that's, what that's what a man who that's what a bear who is pretending he's not a bear about, about about
2: you. That's what they would say. <laughs> Unbearable. I, uh, I. Uh, I think, I, don't, I think the reason I I bring up the bears so much is like a thing that came up so much last year is there is something weird about walking uh, like through a mountain or out in the countryside and just think at any moment a bear could pop up and eat you mm. or kill you or something. <laughs> like in the UK, we don't have that sort of existential dread walking through the countryside until someone run, like comes around the corner in a car really fast and then it's game over. But like, I feel like... Uh, there's something weird about it just living somewhere where there's animals that can kill you because you just don't get that mm. in the uk so maybe that's why but honestly i've never encountered a bear and i don't know many people that have but certainly when i'm on hokkaido i will be a lot more careful in the countryside there and rightly mm. so because that is mm. where the big ones are we got one here from uh celine from ireland This says happy new year chris and uh Chris Chris Dono and Pete Senpai. Uh, greetings from Island, My name's is Celine. Once the uh, country reopens, I plan to come on holidays for three to four weeks and discover the country on a day-by-day feeling with only the JR Pass and booked hotels in my backpack. There's so much to see that I fear I'll regret it much more If I overplan plan and miss uh, miss out on something I'd intended to see, then if I just go with the flow. So I was wondering how realistic would it be to visit Japan without much of a plan? It might be important to note that I'll be a solo female traveler with broken Japanese as a third language. I don't know if that would change anything. But uh, thank you, guys. Celine from Ireland. Uh, I mean, Pete, you come to Japan without a plan. Any advice there? Mm. You're not a female solo traveler. Not that I know. I'm not, no. (laughs) What <laughs> thoughts? Not, no
1: um i yeah i mean i think you should pick out of three days i think you should pick one thing that you want to do and then everything else you can just play by ear because you, you i always get into that routine where i've done the one thing i've been to Himeji castle over and then i'm like right i've got to be in tokyo in three days time uh, I will just go on to the next big thing that's around me, effectively, and that's the best way to explore it. I think just kind of go, um, don't over plan stuff, don't over time yourself out, because to be quite frank, you'll probably need a day where you just want to sleep all day because of the bloody time difference and the uh and the mm. old uh, uh um yeah the the the, the, the Gisaboke the old uh, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. You want I've used Gisaboke, Gisaboke so many times I can't remember the British word for it the English word for it. British word for it, isn't it? Uh, British word. Uh, What's it called? Uh, jet lag, jet Essex lag, jet lag. Jet lag, there you go.
2: <laughs> I mean, my advice to tra- like traveling is I, I always pick a neighborhood or a district where there's lots of things happening and then I go mm. there and just see what I can find. I do try and, if I'm going in a restaurant, I do always check it on Google to make sure it's at least got like 3.8 stars because you're good to go. It's got 3.8, mm. good to go. But yeah, other than that, don't know i i try i recommend going with the flow we always say here make sure you book your hotels because that is one thing that might sell out but other than that mm. yeah keep it just just go with the flow japan's a really great country for uh, mm. doing things spontaneously and just traveling alone and it is very safe um, apart from the bears and uh, there we go again. <laughs> but of course, if you do come here, Selene, uh, get yourself some omelette the cream. Let's put that on your itinerary. <laughs> Top of your list, omelette the cream. Team. Definitely, yeah. Omelette the cream. <laughs> go one here from Michael from the US. Over to you. Yeah, got a message
1: from uh, Michael from the US. Thanks again for the great show. He says, hello to uh, Chris, the magnificent and sexy boy Pete from Michael in Rhode Island, USA. I love the show and podcast. I've been a fan since first watching three years ago during your never-ending journey of despair. It was a bad time for me as I was out of work with a sick wife and kids, but watching the cycle and huh. getting to see you hang out with so many guests, Pete included, really helped me to get to a great place again and stay positive. Look at that, Chris. You're like some kind of magic tablet that people can take (laughs) just by watching some of your content. Um, What are some of the guests and friends you've had on the channel up to? I'm especially curious about folks like uh, Kazoo, Hiroyuki, Alex Shapiro, Chaki and Satoshi Ueno. And uh, do you still keep in touch? Thanks again for The Great Show. Michael from the US.
2: I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cool people there. Yeah. I, 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 I It's funny, for the first few years doing a brawl in Japan, I never collaborated with anyone. I always wanted to be alone and keep mm. it that way. And mm. then from about 2018 onwards, every video's got someone in it. Uh, probably <laughs> to the extreme too much now. But, you know, mm. like that's all the best memories you have, are often with other friends, with other people. Yeah. Kazu, she was awesome, checking out Matsuyama for the day. Uh, Hiroyuki, I need to speak to him. I haven't spoken to him in ages. He's a top man from Niigata. Alex Shapiro, uh, I always hang out with him in Tokyo. Jackie, I haven't seen since uh, I hung out with Pete Donaldson in Sapporo two years ago, and Satoshi mm. Ueno, the, uh, the owner of the sushi restaurant. I haven't seen him much either. I hope he's doing all right. I know his business took a little bit of a... Uh, had a bit of a tough year, like all restaurants did, but uh, hopefully he's doing all right now. But, uh, you know... It's all about meeting people and having fun, and uh, yeah, I hope to do that much more this year as well. Like I did a, I did like a post the other day where I took like a screenshot from lots of videos with lots of friends and people I'd met. It's just nice looking at it. I do, I post mm. it on like Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you can find it. But uh, looking at that, it, it just made me feel very sort of made me feel very um, lucky and grateful for yeah. all the great people I get to hang out with. Like I'm very very lucky. Um, whether it's someone listening or watching or joining in. Pete Donaldson's sadly absent. I don't know if <laughs> I put... Did I put a reference to the podcast in there? No. Sorry, Pete. Oh, Shit. oh dearie me. I, oh, well, I haven't seen
1: never, you, have I. I? So
2: you can't go in it. <laughs> but maybe this year. Maybe this year. Yeah.
1: Well, I um I, I talked to Chucky quite a lot and uh her, um her, her yeah of her course partner, you saw her uh, didn't you Nick yeah well um Nick um I think she she had a good Christmas she was cooking Christmas dinner I noticed um uh, <laughs> Nick is a Nottingham uh, Nottingham Forest fan uh and they had a good uh, they had a good result at the at uh, the weekend um in the FA Cup so I gave them a or last weekend so I was just chatting to Nick and uh, Chucky about that um Chucky's team uh, are obviously in Hokkaido um and and they're not as, good as my as sorry okinawa sorry no uh, okinawa uh, and uh they're obviously not as good as uh, my favorite team <laughs> Fekofu, who just missed out on getting promoted by like one point it's really disappointing i i forgot that there wasn't playoffs in j league 2 uh, going up to j1 um, but uh, oh, the big the big news is uh, that um, you, remember there was that footballer who's like fifty three years old and he's a bit of a sideshow. But he's uh, Kazuyoshi Miura, um, King Kazoo. Mm. He's like um, he's like a fifty three, fifty two year old footballer who inexplicably still played for a J two side. Um, he's he 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 ended his uh, relationship with uh, I can't remember who it was. Is it a Osaka side or a Kyoto side? Either way, um, he. Ended his uh, career there, uh, but he's still playing. He's still playing, I think, in j three. So he's gone down a level uh, at fifty-three, uh, but he still fancies. He still fancies playing it <laughs> in 53? the game. Fifty-three, it's 53? incredible, isn't it? Yeah, really. Oh, yeah, old. You can he's play really... football past like no. forty. No, you can't. You literally can't. He's a he's a sideshow. He's a joke, but he's a good joke. <laughs> oh, no. It's oh, just no. a bit. It's just you know, like how different prefectures has like have spend a lot of money on a big plastic squid. Um, it's basically the same sort of decision making there, to be quite frank. <laughs>
2: What a legend. Good man, good man. And uh, we did just list off loads of names, but uh, both Jackie, she's got a YouTube channel. She's got an awesome YouTube channel. Go check her out. And uh, Alex Shapiro, he's also got a channel called Tokyo Portfolio. It sounds way cooler than my channel ever will. Check them both out. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys, to do it all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out in the big wide world, have yourself a great week, and we'll see you right back here. Do it all over again on the Abroad in Japan podcast by for Ta ta!
1: Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast
0: Creator Network.